Hello everyone and welcome to the latest episode of my Unorthodoxy podcast. I am Duncan Rayburn, rogue academic professor of metaphysical mischief and explorer of things theological, imaginative and philosophical. In this short episode I want to explore the difference between the interesting and the true. In other words, I want to look at the difference between clickbait and metaphysical realism. And I'll later get to how truth itself is subversive these days. The issue of the interesting is something that anyone fascinated by reality should find worthwhile. It's a way to question ourselves and each other, a way to figure out some things about any enticing new perspective or idea that comes along, including perhaps those ideas I will discuss in this episode. When faced with something that grabs our attention, we can ask, is this interesting or true? Or is this interesting and true? Or is this true, even if it's not all that interesting? Let's begin by referencing a paper written in 1971 by the sociologist Murray Davis. It's not that difficult to find online, so I would highly recommend that you read it if you want far more detail than I will be able to give you. It is, in the end, quite interesting. Appropriately, the title of the paper is That's Interesting Towards a Phenomenology of Sociology and a Sociology of Phenomenology, and it's published in the journal Philosophy of the Social Sciences. Let's begin with the notion of the true, although this is not extensively discussed by Davis. What is truth? It's Pontius Pilate's question, of course, and we are wise if we keep asking it. Truth, basically, is that which is real. It is what has reality. And our thoughts are true when they line up with what has reality. And our words are true if they line up with those thoughts. And our actions are true if they conform to the pattern of what is real, what we think about what is real, and what we say about what is real. If you like creating fiction, you can make things up and still arrive at the truth, because even in fiction, the deepest resonances of imagined worlds still conform to what has reality. This is why you can read Lord of the Rings and cry when Frodo seems to have been murdered by Shelob, because even though Frodo is made up and gigantic spiders like Shelob don't exist, the deeper qualities of Frodo's nature and of his apparent death and of Samwise's grappling with that horrible fact these deeper qualities are still real. They are still in keeping with the pattern of the truth. As will become important in a moment or two, the true is a matter of what philosophers like to call ontology, which basically means speaking about, that's the logos, the logy part of ontology, speaking about what is or what exists. What exists is captured in the word ontos. Ontology is a matter of what is real. Of course, much more can be said about truth and the very complicated interweaving of mind and being and acting, but that brief little explanation should suffice for now. Even where we may construct masks and ideologies and pictures of the world, truth is always a question of what has being, what is real, what has actual existence. Now, what about the interesting? Well, by definition, the interesting is an issue of human experience. It's got to do with arousing curiosity or interest. It's got to do with catching and holding attention. It's when something shows up as standing against a background of basic givens and basic assumptions that does not quite fit those givens and those assumptions. 
This is really crucial for understanding what is interesting. The interesting is fundamentally about what challenges what we know. It tickles our curiosity. It arouses our slumbering consciousness. Now, while truth is fundamentally about ontology, what is interesting is fundamentally about phenomenology, which has to do with speaking about what appears. The word phenomenology comes from the Greek words phenestai and logos, and literally means articulating or discussing that which shines forth, that which appears. All of this brings us to the formula for the interesting. The formula for the interesting is to take any commonplace, commonsensical appearance, this is the language of phenomenology, and to argue that things are not as they appear. This is the language of ontology. In other words, the formula is, you currently think X, but Y is true, and X is not. As in, and I'm going to just use a very common materialist example, it seems people are genuinely conscious beings filled with metaphysical perplexities and wonders. It seems like you and I are souls with immortal yearnings, but this is not true. Well, that's what the materialist claims. What is true, so the claim goes, is that we are a random collection of matter manifesting the illusion of Sam Harris's consciousness as well as our own. Here's another example. God is dead and we have killed him. Yes, I know Nietzsche has some subtle ideas around what this means, but here I just want to point out how interesting it is that he is saying those words, even though there can be no precision uttered about its actual truth. Here's another example. Yes, we feel that we are the ones making our choices, that we are, at least to some extent, free, but the truth is otherwise. Freedom is an illusion. We are, in truth, at the mercy of our mechanics. This is what philosophers like to call nonsense, because it really is nonsense. And this is why Dan Brown's shoddy books, especially The Da Vinci Code, sell so well, despite being the product of a borderline illiterate. It seems that the historical Jesus didn't really marry, that he really was not a Gnostic, that the Gospels written closer to his own earthly life are truer than those concocted later. Yes, all of this seems true, Dan Brown claims, but the reality is Jesus married Mary Magdalene, etc., etc. The interesting is why the new atheists are sort of popular and why wokeism, despite resting in wobbly metaphysics and being about as rational as a jellyfish on acid, it's why this dominates so much cultural discourse because it takes the appearance and tells us that it is a lie. It claims, in as polarizing a manner as possible, that everything is predetermined by accidental features of people, not their essential natures. The interesting is why comedy is funny and why the news is generally not. The interesting is the warped perspective, the freakish, the alarming, the horrific. The interesting is why Donald Trump is, at least currently, the president of the most powerful nation in the world. The interesting is why there is something like post-truth. The interesting is why transgressive behavior becomes fashionable and why scandals infiltrate our Wi-Fi signals and our devices. The interesting is why some tweets get liked more than others, even when those tweets are hogwash. The interesting takes a norm and subverts it, whether that's good or not, and whether it's true or not. But I think it's time for some optimism.
we live in interesting times because what started to happen is that the obsession with the interesting has given rise to something. Many people, certainly many people I've met, are starting to wonder if all the clickbait is actually true. Many are starting to ask questions about whether all the hype, all the one-sided views that rule the media, whether these things are not in fact all there is to any story they get fed. People are more distrustful of mainstream media than ever before. And why? Because when you fill the airwaves with the interesting, the interesting becomes boring. Now, amazingly enough, we have arrived in an era where the truth itself has become interesting again. Now, the most subversive thing you can be is to be faithful in your devotion to God and driven by intellectual integrity in the process. These days, the stable, loving family with parents devoted to each other, this is the most radically offensive, scandalous thing in the world. Imagine a world where not taking the next fashion drug is an act of defiance, where it is interesting to be honest. Imagine sitting down and reading a good book instead of binge-watching the latest Mind Gunge on Netflix. Imagine being theologically conservative in some respects and yet the most radical, subversive, countercultural, counterintuitive mind, where being true, where striving to line up your whole life with that which is ultimately real. Imagine how interesting that would be. I know, of course, that life is a mixed bag and often a mixed blessing, the extremes exist, but life is not just about the extremes. And so, yes, I realize it really is possible for the truth to seem boring, and it is possible for the interesting to be against the truth. But I think there is a place where the truth and the interesting intersect. And that is ultimately my point. I think it is possible to get to a place where we get to look at things and say, you know, it appears that it's in the love of God that we will find the rest we need. And it appears that way because it is true. And it appears that being virtuous will get you to where you need to be because it really is true. To be virtuous is to be attuned to what is really real. So may you live, as I hope to, in interesting times. If you would like to support this podcast on Patreon, go to patreon.com forward slash unorthodoxy. And you can find me on Twitter at Duncan Rayburn. Thanks for listening, everyone. Cheers for now.